This episode was created on unceded Coast Salish territories of the Lekwungen and Wissanik people. CFUV has been around for over 30 years. In that time, we have worked with many radio hosts, all with their own unique experiences and stories. I'm setting out to find how CFUV has affected its community and to get an inside story on CFUV's DJs. I'm Max Monday, and this is Behind the Mic. I'm Kelsey. I've been volunteering with CFUV for the past year, and I have just started hosting my own weekly show. Jim Martins and I first met when he was a history professor and I was a student at Red Deer College. He was teaching social history of the Industrial Revolution. Jim was also known to give free public lectures about music, my favorite, the history of blues. Jim moved out to Victoria a few years before I did. When I came out, I tracked him down and I wanted to hear what he'd been up to. He told me that he had been hosting a show on the university radio station. I remember thinking that it sounded like a lot of fun and wishing that I could do something like that too. Turns out I can. And now here I am talking with Jim about what it's like to be a part of CFUV and host one of my favorite shows, Blues in the Morning. The first thing we talked about was how he first got interested in radio. Dressed in a suit of When I was a student, I, uh, I was on student radio at the University of Winnipeg. I did the morning shows. That's probably late 70s, early 80s. And uh, so I like, I like radio. I love radio. I grew up with radio all my life. I used to get under the covers and listen to the radio. I always remember Burton Cummings from the Guess Who saying that the greatest um, shared experience he ever had was alone lying under the covers listening to his rocket radio uh, like every other kid in his, his age in Winnipeg. And I grew up in Winnipeg and I did that. <laughs> So I knew what he meant. Uh, and so when I retired and moved out here, I was fixing our house. I had a radio station on in the morning that played a song I liked, so I just left it. And as the day went on, it turned out it was CFUV, and they were asking about volunteers. So uh, once I got the floors down in my house, I uh, came down here and looked into volunteering and been on the air for six years. Jim's love for blues followed him to CFUV, where he found himself at home among many other regular blues shows and hosts. Chuck Hill does a blues show, blues R&B rock kind of thing. And uh, Eric LeBlanc did that old, that uh, kind of old style, kind of real rootsy blues stuff with uh, country blues, acoustic stuff. And I grew up in the 60s. Well, I was supposed to grow up in the 60s, but I didn't do a very good job of it. Uh, with Cream and all those Brit bands who had that kind of more electric kind of blues. So it was a, a place uh, that was available uh, in the range of blues that was played on the station. So I, uh, I decided I was going to focus on that. We were going to put it in the morning. So you'd cater your show to how it fit in with CFUV as a whole? Yeah, well, with the blues things as a whole, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't think it has to. It's one of the things I really liked when I first started listening. I remember the Friday had garage grooves. It had let the good times roll. It had a jazz show. Still has that jazz show actually on Fridays, sort of early in the evening. It was you know every two hour to two hours. It was just something totally different but great. One of the things that impresses me about Jim's radio show is the place that it holds in the music community. Blues in the Morning is no stranger to submissions from local blues acts. Jim regularly receives emails from musicians requesting that he check out their music. This is kind of a cool thing to hear about, that musicians directly contact you and send you their new music that they've released. Yeah, I I get that uh, fairly often. My mandate is to do Canadian and local so i get emails i have a blues in the morning at shaw.ca you know you email me requests and things but people send me mp3s or uh albums they make and or drop them off at the station and, and you know most of these guys are good players We're really lucky around here because there's so many good players in victoria and i and i like to play them it's fun it's you know uh rockland moran is just like an outstanding guitar player with this kind of Oh, tortured kind of approach to blues. I just love it. Uh, <laughs> and I saw him in a, a club one night, and I went, holy mackerel. It turns out he has lots of CDs, so I play, I play them a lot. So who was the, that first that first musician that approached you and asked you to play uh, their stuff? Harris Gilmore and the Mojo sent me their CD. Oh, in fact, Harris brought it down to the station when I was on the air. Some say you can change your life. Some say that it's thing. Although Jim is no longer a history professor, he has a lot to teach about the importance of campus community radio and the role that it plays in the broader community. One of the things I like about volunteering here is there's a good relationship between the blues community, local radio, local, small local businesses like Ditch and Lyles. You know, they support us in Fundrive, members of the blues community and all music community donate money. We support them. And I think it's wonderful. It's it's fun and it's meaningful. I roll like thunder. Since 2010, Jim has been a familiar face to many at CFUV and has immersed himself in this diverse group of people. Some of my favorite people here are like more than half my age. Ross, I, I like. Yeah. I, I love Ross's show. I love Ross's taste in music. I think Ross is hilarious. He's uh, uh, Ross and I probably would not have had much chance to interact had it not been for the station. Different people I get along with fine, I really enjoy. Phoenix, I really liked when I first got here. She was really nice and friendly and did a great show. And, and it's not about age or gender or... Or even musical taste. Or mus- oh, certainly not musical taste. <laughs> I love all music. There's, there's something good everywhere. Like I was raised on country music. Ain't no sunshine when he's gone. Always gone. I often find some of the younger volunteers mentor me. I mean, uh, Allie's just, uh, she's a saint. She's so patient with me. I don't know, she's been here as long as I have. I think the first time I really sort of noticed her was she was, station sort of gives people 
who do special things really over and above uh, anything you'd expect, something nice for Christmas or something like that. And uh, she got a Blind Willie Johnson album. <laughs> and I went, holy mackerel, someone else listens to Blind Willie Johnson. Uh, and so I thought, well, she's sort of worth paying attention to if she likes Blind Willie Johnson. At least once during every show that I've listened to of yours, you say, don't forget to support live music. Yeah. Why do you say that? Well, because it's important to support live music. Musicians are amazing people. I mean, you know, they're they're really gifted and they choose to make a living and, and to, in, in, in a sense sort of cloud a living uh, that doesn't promise them uh, pensions or, or huge amounts of money, most of them. Uh, they play because they love it and they're good at it. And uh, it, they deserve support, mm-hmm. you know. It's frustrating uh not so much here but i've lived in places where incredible players can just you know play to five and six people a night like and they're i don't know how they don't go oh screw this you know i'm going i'm going to get a job waiting tables or something it's got to pay better you know it's better for my family uh the hours are crappy uh, and yet they keep doing it so i think they deserve support Why do you say support local? Why is local? Like, you're not saying support Canadian. You're saying support local. Local, yeah. Uh, Because it's a dynamic city. I mean, you can live in a city that, and I have lived in cities where they're just like big conglomerates of people. Like, there's nothing that really share, that they share or really have much going on outside of getting up at 8 o'clock in the morning, sitting on a bus with this absolutely depressed look on their face for an hour, getting off the bus, doing the job for eight hours, taking that same bus. But uh, Victoria's not like that. Almost everybody I know who comes to visit me, you know, points out things about Victoria that I think are so neat. Like people here are healthy. They care about their health. Mm. Or I'll take them to Root Cellar and they'll go, oh my God, it's like this giant <laughs> vegetable store. It's like heaven, you know. Or, or you know, uh, every night of the week you can go out and listen to good music. There's mm-hmm. good theater in this city. Uh, there's very, very talented people in all kinds of walks of life. And it's a dynamic university city as mm-hmm. well. And again, what Canada doesn't have that kind of American tradition of the small university city. And Victoria is it's sort of like, like that. like that, yeah. yeah. How does it compare to Winnipeg? It's a hell of a lot warmer. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I loved Winnipeg as as a city to live in and grow up in uh, music crazy um, maybe because of the long winters yeah maybe because of the long winters that's one of the theories uh <laughs> it's like there's yeah you lock yourself in a garage like you're like some kind of uh, uh wireton willy of rock and roll you sort of uh, put your head out in the spring and uh, start playing that's uh, the guess who approach i don't know it's uh it's fun it's dynamic here it's uh, uh like my wife and i on New Year's Eve, take the bus downtown, and the buses are crammed with people like carrying, you know, a case of their beverage of their choice <laughs> and some chips, and they're off to a party. And, you know, it's just a sort of a nice place to live and a nice place to be part of. So that's why local. Yeah. yeah. But I know you and I and your wandering mind. What would you say to a new DJ about the role? that radio plays in supporting musicians and music? I mean, it does. Songs they play matter. 
It's it's uh, uh, very bizarre to get an email uh, an email from uh, Australia. You know, I was listening to your show. Really? <laughs> You're kidding. Um, it's wonderful, you know, that uh, modern technology allows, you know, mm-hmm. to listen to shows whenever you want. I used to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning to listen to Georgie Wilson's show uh, on Monday mornings. If people listen to your music and people listen to what you say. And I think it's important to be responsible about it. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. Well, thank you, Jim. It's been a pleasure to to hear your insight and experiences of of Radio Land, and and to uh, think about yeah the importance of contributing to the work of musicians and and art and uh, the community as a whole. Thank it's, you. It's been fun. This episode of Behind the Mic, which was curated by Kelsey, included a conversation with Jim, host of Blues in the Morning, which airs from 9 to 11 a.m. on Fridays. For more episodes of Behind the Mic, check out your favorite podcast provider or visit soundcloud.com slash C-F-U-V.